Hey everybody, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast And I just want to say thank you to all my listeners And before anything happens, please like, subscribe, leave a 5 star review Show some love for your boy out here I appreciate everything, let's get into the show Hey everybody, I would like to thank StereotypeCo.com for officially sponsoring the podcast and looking out for your boy Chase. And I want to thank them for making awesome clothing, making great content, blogs, conducting awesome interviews. It's a really great platform and I would love it if the Chase Talks Hip Hop family could extend an arm and meet up and please, please support StereotypeCo.com. The reason I support them so heavy is because they support me heavy and i appreciate everything that they do to look out for me i love the clothing i love uh, what dave noodles has done to build the company it's really something i can stand behind and i think it's something you should check out so please if you're tired of me talking about it click the link below and check out stereotypeco.com for awesome awesome content and awesome awesome merch thank you Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And today, I uh, am just happy to be here. I just want to check in on you guys and shoot this shit. And recently, it was Tupac Shakur's birthday. So I figured I may as well break down one of one of my favorite... I think, I think this is definitely one of my favorite Tupac projects. I want to break down All Eyes on Me... And especially since All Eyes on Me was um, put on that list on Rolling Stone, it kind of got me thinking more. And especially since I've done a breakdown of the Seven Day Theory, which is my favorite. No, no, was it Tupacalypse Now, Seven Day Theory? I think I've talked about those. I'm going to do a legend segment on Tupac probably in the next two weeks, I want to say. But I'm very happy to be here and to talk about this because... uh, I don't know, I I think All Eyes on Me, when I think of one of the greatest double albums of all time, you know, this comes to mind, because this is Tupac, when he initially got signed by Death Row, Interscope, and this has a lot of seminal tracks, like California Love, Two of America's Most Wanted, How Do You Want It, I Ain't Mad At You, and then there's all about you every every city i go i see the same hole i love nate dog um ambitions as a writer produced by that dude daz i'm not gonna say the full name you know why uh scandalous with nate dog oh got my mind made up featuring daz corrupt red and meth and i believe inspector deck was supposed to be on that track and uh his verse fucking amazing uh if you want to go look it up look up inspector decks notorious verse that got cut off of got my mind made up for some reason but um how do you want it how do you feel am i not in a man like do y'all remember that track from that one tupac movie it wasn't gridlocked it was that one he did with the belushi brother 
that shit was pretty good where he was an undercover cop they, they, they were playing his joints all throughout that movie which was a smart smart business move but the production is impressive because you got um basically you got dr dre dj quick rick rock you got daz who was all over this shit shouts to daz for his uh contributions um and then when we get to the second disc or book two we have more production from dre we get dj Pooh. um we even get bobby bobcat irvin on holla at me and we get features from corrupt richie rich michelle e40 be legit uh who else corrupt jewel outlaw immortals and george clinton on can't see me and then you have the original uk bonus track i think well that was like a different version of california love but this album when i think of one of the greatest double albums let alone greatest albums ever specifically related to to west coast classic projects or anything in that ethos you have to think of this project because it really marked a, a change in the trajectory of Tupac Shakur's career and this is him coming back from the sexual abuse case getting out of prison all these things that came into that came to light this was essentially Tupac's redemption story and essentially his retribution and in some ways his revenge on on the industry for kind of counting him out here's some background on, in October 1995, Suge Knight and Jimmy Iovine paid the 1.4 million bail necessary to get Shakur released from jail. Oh, my bad. It's not prison. Jail. To get released from jail on charges of sexual abuse. At the time, Shakur was broke and thus unable to make bail himself. All Eyes on Me was released following an agreement between Knight and Shakur, which stated Shakur would make three albums under death row in return for them paying his bail. Fulfilling... Part of Shakur's brand new contract, this double album served as the first two albums of his three-album contract. Euthanasia was the initial title of the album until it was changed to All Eyes on Me during the recording process. Shakur explained to MTV's Bill Bellamy in December 1995, saying, It's called All Eyes on Me. That's how I feel it is. I got the police watching me, the feds. I got the females that want to charge me with false charges and sue me and all that. I got the females that like me. I got the jealous homeboys, and I got the homies that roll with me. Everybody's looking to see what I'm going to do now. So, All Eyes on Me. All Eyes on Me was originally intended for a Christmas 1995 release, but was pushed back as Shakur continued to record music and shoot music videos for the album. The album features guest spots from Tupac regulars such as former Thug Life members and the Outlaws, as well as Dre, Snoop, The Dog Pound, Nate Dogg, George Clinton, Rappin' Forte, The Click, Met the Man of Redman, among others. The song Hearts of Men samples a portion of Richard Pryor's comedy album, That Dude's Crazy. Most of the album was produced by Johnny J and Daz Jill Dillinger with help from Dr. Dre on California Love. Lyrical themes. The songs on All Eyes on Me are in general unapologetic celebrations of living the thug lifestyle. Though there is the occasional reminiscence about past and present friends, it is a definite move away from the social and political consciousness of Tupacalypse Now and strictly from my N-words. The song on the album, along with the name of... The songs on the album, along with the name of the album itself, allude to the feeling of being watched. With songs like Can't See Me and All Eyes on Me, Tupac makes it known that he feels the presence of surveillance, most notably by the police. The album references the fact that Tupac is under attention of many fans being his fourth studio, uh, being his fourth studio album. So, 
I think Tupac was well aware too that this album was a a big. I think it was he was aware of what this was. This was a transition for Pac. This was a big change in his trajectory in general. And when I think about All Eyes on Me, I think that it's one of his most well-rounded projects. And there is a lot of social consciousness on it. I just think Tupac was really layered with his writing. And I think that's the thing with Tupac Shakur. He recorded so much. He was in the booth so often. One of my favorite videos is Tupac in the studio pretty much coaching the whole uh, thug, the, the thug Life crew and everything um, on on recording. Basically saying like, guys, we don't have all day to be in the studio listening to shit. We need to get to work. Write some shit. If you say some shit that's hot, it will be the hook. We're going to mix it. Double your shit. I don't give a fuck. But we have to record this album and get it done. Get it pressed up because we have to make money and we got to keep this shit going. So Tupac Shakur's work ethic is outstanding. You know, when I think of, of work ethics that really stand the test of time, I got to give it up for Pac. And All Eyes on Me is a true testament of that. And when I really break down why I like this project, I, I think my favorite tracks, of course, are Ambitions as a Writer, All About You. Of course, you know, the classics, Two of America's Most Wanted, Hearts of Men, No More Pain, Only God Can Judge Me with the Man, Rapping Forte, who I have worked with. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And um, haha, uh, <laughs> I Ain't Mad at You, of course, Can't See Me with George Clinton. You know, I I think that this project it symbolizes so much um the production and this this was Tupac really digging deep. I think he really dug deep as with every project, but with this being his double album. And then what is it? He dropped All Eyes on Me February 13th, 1996. And then in the same year, I believe November 5th, 1996, he drops uh, seven, the Don Kaluminati, the Seven Day Theory, which personally, I think this is another one of my favorite Pac albums, really, because um, it was a little bit shorter, a little bit more condensed, but there was something to it because I felt like it mixed elements of Tupacalypse now as far as the grittiness with, with some of the smoothness of his more recent work. But back to All Eyes on Me, All Eyes on Me, the the history behind this project is uh very cool and from for the majority of hip hop fans i think we we point to this album as just simply a classic as when, when we think of great music when we think of tupac when we think of people who made a real fucking impact this album has to come in into mind and there's two CDs, 27 tracks, and I'm going to break into reading You Discover Music, and this should talk about some of the finer details. All Eyes on Me, Tupac's poignant and seminal 1996 milestone. The landmark album was released seven months before Tupac's death at the age of just 25, published on March 2nd, 2022, written by Paul Sexton. Two CDs, 27 tracks, and one of the most seminal albums in the history of hip-hop. That was the makeup of a record that went on to sale that went on to sales in America alone of 10 million. Tupac's All Eyes on Me debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 on March 2nd, 1996, and was sadly also the, also the last studio release of his short life. 
The album was released just seven months before Tupac's death at the age of 25. After a shooting in Las Vegas, the rapper born Tupac Amaru Shakur in Brooklyn was some four years into a chart career that saw him become and remain one of the most influential and revered rap figureheads in the genre's history. He had made he had made his first relatively modest chart showing with the 1992 album Tupacalypse Now, followed the next year by Strictly for My N Words, and then the set that became his first U.S. number two, Me Against the World. But All Eyes on Me remains substantially the biggest studio record of Tupac's career, matched only by his second posthumous diamond certification, the prestigious RIAA symbol of the 10 million U.S. shipments for 1998's Greatest Hits collection. All Eyes on Me included numerous tracks that emphasized how Tupac was, by then, among the elite of artists making 1990s hip-hop into the pop music of its day. Aside from the multi-million selling success of the album, two of its five singles, singles, How Do You Want It and California Love, became number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100. The title of Tupac's fourth album, All Eyes On Me, is not just a reflection of his usual arrogance and paranoia. People are watching Tupac, wrote Laura Jameson in Rolling Stone. The two-disc set just comes four months after he was released on bail, pending appeal on his conviction for sexual assault. It comes barely a year after he was shot. Mostly important, most important, All Eyes On Me marks Tupac's new allegiance with the West Coast powerhouse rap dynasty, Death Row Records. The album's best international showing was a top five peak in Sweden and also became a top 20 entry in Australia, Holland, Germany, and elsewhere. All Eyes was the artist's first album to chart in the UK, and while it's only reached number 32 there, it became a platinum seller as Tupac's aura was only heightened by his untimely demise. Rest in peace, Pac. Yeah, the amount of reach that Tupac had was fucking insane. Um... I do want to talk a bit bit about the notorious Inspected Deck verse that got cut. Um, I want to... Yeah, what the fuck? Why did it get cut? I'm trying to remember. I think the story... I believe I I listened to an interview with with Redman. And Redman said that Pac cut it because he, he felt the track was too long. And it's a 54-second verse. Let's see. Um, oh, Daz talks about it in this interview from 2016. So I'm going to go over here, and then maybe I'll I'll see what Inspector said to see if this lines up. Daz Dillinger produced five of the 27 tracks on Tupac's All Eyes on Me double album. The Dot Pound MC slash producer was a close affiliate of Shakur during his year with Death Row Records. The blockbuster album would eventually reach Diamond certification with Daz producing singles such as I Ain't Mad At You and Two of America's Most Wanted. Another contribution to the LP would be Got My Mind Made Up, on which Daz and DPG partner Corrupt would appear on vocally in addition to the Dillinger beat. The song featured Method Man and Red Man at a time when Death Row Records was notorious from keeping albums almost entirely in-house. The two Def Jam artists, who since formed a group, were not the only guests on the song's intended personnel. The Lady of Rage, then a Death Row artist, and and Meth's Wu-Tang Clan bandmate Inspected Deck recorded verses for the song. In the album version, Deck can be heard on background vocals. In a new video interview... In a new video interview for DPG Uncut, 
Daz explains why Rage and Rebel INS were omitted and how it pertained to the song's publishing rights and the growing rift between Pac and Dre, who also worked on All Eyes. I Got My Mind Made Up originally had the Lady of Rage, Inspector Deck, Method Man, Red Man, and me corrupt, me and corrupt as guests. Why I think they still why they still kept Inspector's vocals in there a little bit is because the recording was done on ADATs. There was probably three ADATs. I put the beat on one. On the second tape, it had all of our vocals on there. Now, the third tape, I must have had Inspector Deck on there, but they didn't have the third tape. That's why you only heard his background vocals. Unlike Meth and Red in 1996, Deck had yet to release an album. Rage didn't want to be on the song, elaborates Daz, who has worked with the Virginia MC extensively for nearly 25 years. There was too many dudes on it, creating competition. So she was like, nah, I don't want to be on the song. Daz believes a verse from the Afro Puff sensation was recorded. After removing her role from the song, Rage was one of the few death row veterans who would not appear on All Eyes. Inspector Deck busted his verse, says Daz, who then opens up about some additional history surrounding the album cut. The real story of the song is I took the tapes up to Dr. Dre's house and it was on ADAT tapes. He had the machine run it on the big reels, so I left it up there. Dr. Dre heard, then Tupac went up there and said he heard it and said he got a song with Method Man and Red Man. Pac didn't know that I did the beat, because Dre said he did the beat. Huh. So Dre lied and said he, he made the beat, which I'm kind of not really surprised because you know, certain people kind of have a reputation for that. Pac didn't know that I did the beat because Dre said he did the beat. Then when they came in, came playing, I said, hey, that's my shit. That's when Pac and Dre got into a little verbal altercation. While Dre and Pac worked together on All Eyes, by mid-1996, Shakur began dissing his producer on other songs recorded after the Compton Mogul would leave the label. On that part with Inspector Deck, like I said before, that third ADAT tape was missing. I don't know if the engineers didn't transfer the shit properly, but they just heard the beat, Method Man and Red Man, all that shit, and they didn't even think about the third tape, really. That's how that one kicked off. Daz has previously asserted his role in songs credited as Dr. Dre Productions. Suge Knight, the CEO of Death Row, has also maintained that Daz ghost-produced songs Dre was credited. I fucking believe that. No, I'm about to do a podcast about ghost producers this coming week. Holy shit. The Long Beach, California representative who just released Cousin LP this January with Snoop Dogg said he urged Red and Meth to collect their publishing on the hit song. He remembers telling the Def Jam artists, y'all have to go in there and get your publishing. At the time, only Tupac, Corrupt, and Daz were receiving royalties, all death row artists. We were the only three getting paid off that song. Daz says that after the administrative changes, he received 60% of the song's royalties, 50% as producer, and 10% as one of the five vocalists. They spent that 40%. Tupac would appear on Daz's solo debut, 1998's Gold Certified, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back. Daz would also work on posthumous Tupac albums, including Still I Rise. Wow. I actually, I have full belief. I have full belief. That Daz has ghost produced for uh, Jay, for not for Dre, for Dr. Dre. I'm sorry, guys. My brain's a little mixed up. Yeah, I'm going to definitely have to do a ghost producer podcast because that is a concept that doesn't get explored enough. But Jesus H. Fuck, like to think though, like that whole entire situation, like damn, like could you imagine how it changed the song? It changed the, the overall dynamic of what the record could have been. That's pretty insane. And then... You know, we have Dre. I mean, if everything is true, right? If, if Dre just fucking said that, 
I, I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. For, for anyone to take credit over another person's beat is highly suspect, and I'm not exactly a fan of it. And the stories behind this project, I love albums that have stories, right? So when I decided to do this, this uh, what am I going to call this? I don't, it's not a review, not really much of a breakdown. Can't really call it a flashback. I'm reminiscing on this, but I'm going to try my best to find, it, find a title for this. It, it may be, um, should I call it a must listen? No, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna figure this out, guys. I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna classify this podcast. I may end up calling it an album. Uh, no, I'm gonna say it's gonna be called "Reflecting on All Eyes on Me" by Tupac. There we go. I'm gonna reflect on the project because, again, guys, I don't. I'm not a reviewer. I'm not a journalist. I just. I'm a dude with an opinion, right? And. I love looking into this stuff and seeing the dynamics because the reality is this. There is a lot of stuff that goes under the table in the game and there's a lot of knowledge to pick up. But let me ask you guys this. What is your favorite Tupac song off All Eyes on Me? Uh, what's your favorite disc? What's your favorite Tupac album? Is it All Eyes on Me? Is it Tupacalypse Now? Is it the Seven Day Theory, Kaluminati? Is it Strictly for My People? What is your favorite Tupac album? Guys, talk to me. Let me know. Drop comments on YouTube. I'm looking for all the love I can get. And I appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to be back in the Third Wheel Podcast studio. Shout out to Dave Noodles for coming on the show as my first guest back. Shout out to Stereotype Co. And shout out to you guys for being so fucking great. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. This has been Chase Talks Hip Hop. I think we might have stabilized everything. But how the fuck am I gonna follow this? Uh, 25 centimeter jam alive. Picking the lock, mama, look at me now. Broken with the chip and a smile. Landscape truck, I be whipping the style. Cutting the grass, I've been ripping the weeds. Triple entendre, I get like a fiend. Lost on the track, better come with the heat. Soaking the knowledge, I learn from elite lyricists to keep feeding the streets. Gold is a mentality, we keep shining. Hopping the tape, if you're feeling this iron, Armstrong 9. Chill, I might stay, I might rain. See chronic smoke on my x-ray Chest expansion, that's flex, hey Try to break through, but I'm next, hey I'm the man, I got this shit Big buds and I smoke it down Come around, come around Can't say no, no, no Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and out slow Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners
Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and ounce though Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Forewarning gentlemen, you better watch your mouths and your behinds See I'm looking for the ecstasy I'm looking for the pot Oh yeah, I'm looking for those shrooms Yeah, we looking for that shit too What are you talking about? Same thing you talking about Cannabis with the lemon twist Won't notice you getting hit Cannabis with the lemon twist Won't notice you getting hit Cannabis with the lemon twist Won't notice you getting hit Throw that ball and take that rip And it was creep, make that list Lay low, stay lit Vape pins, sneak tip Got peso, I meant it Rock mics, then rip blunts I roll out, I kick dust I'm a rapper, son Yes, the dapper one Smoke a half or some Down to none Go out or run Playing pun and I'm rating one GB, that's the aqua lung Hater ass marks, take one and done Eat on Wheaties, do my best Shut me down, IRS Killer on the roof, so I stay ready Count it up, let's get fatty Revive a fan with nice sand Egyptian band with the hand Heaven, my heart is burnt Keep an eye out Narcs come for every side list There's a pickle stein Quitting too real for those fickle minds Miss me with those wicked lies Never kill, don't miss the size We're just out here holding high Are you gonna get a little roaster and move the fuck on, okay? Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and out slow Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and out slow Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and out slow Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Got that glass paper combo Strictly for my stoners Got those sweet vapor combos Strictly for my stoners Bounce back and out slow Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Strictly for my stoners Thank you.